Hey everyone, it's your video and podcast director, Marina McTee. Today, we have a podcast for you from staff reporter Kate McMaster, who talks with the director of the GPS office, Jan Saeed, about how the pandemic has affected their operations as well as individual spirituality. I hope you enjoy this episode of Office Hours. Hi everyone, my name is Kate McMaster and I'm a reporter for The Forum. In this podcast, I'll be speaking with Jan Saeed about the role the Office for Global Peace and Spirituality is playing amid the pandemic. A quick disclaimer, this podcast was recorded over Zoom, so the audio may be affected. I hope you enjoy. I'm here with Jan Saeed, the Director of Spiritual Life. So Jan, to start, could you give me an overview of what the Office for Global Peace and Spirituality does? The Office for Global Peace and Spirituality, as we changed our name from the Spiritual Life Office to the Office for the GPS Office, Global Peace and Spirituality, with a mission and vision to create compassionate, global-minded peacemakers who are changing the world. The office is a place where we can support the spiritual growth of the Westminster community by empowering individuals and engaging in projects that promote prosperity and positive change in the world. So the office, as of since 2018, has this GPS tagline that we say we're finding our way in the world and really right now, especially adding the word together that we're finding our way together is what we work on at the GPS office. How has the pandemic changed your office's functions and what you guys do on the daily basis? Yeah, so, wow, right? (laughs) The pandemic, it has changed everyone's lives in a way of really having that time for reflection that is personal and one-on-one and that connection with the creator of why are we here everyone is kind of going through these levels of spiritual awakening and questioning wondering and and some of it you know is is being seen as depression because it's not the way it was certainly we are here to be with one another and in community and i think that's one of the big things that the office has done over the years is had events like coexist cafes we've had retreats about global-minded citizenship what does that mean we've gone to conferences the parliament of world religions in toronto we we've taken students um to new york and to atlanta and had conversations with presidents of countries about the role that we can play in creating a more just, unified, truly spiritually based with compassion and love and justice in our lives for a better world. And now our wings have been clipped. We are trying to be safe and stay home and stay in our rest hall dorms or wherever it is that we are. So a lot of Zooming has definitely happened. We've been trying to do Teams, but we find that the Zoom platform for us has been a little bit more (laughs) user-friendly and that there's just been, we've had a coexist cafe on Zoom. We've had book groups. We we had one of the diversity and equity inclusion grants that Michael Santarosa applied for. And we've received two grants through the office um, from the Interfaith Youth Corps, IFYC. And this organization really has been encouraging conversations and service projects in order for people of diverse thought, diverse faith and belief to work together to see how can we build community and 
break down those barriers or those walls that divide us and really build community where we can and where we can see collaboration and, and cooperation, which are things that the GPS office is always working on. With the move towards um, virtual reality, you know, really it's, it's helpful because in some ways people that have a hard time getting someplace can be there, you know, if your internet is working, i.e. there's still the challenges. Um, but we've had coexist cafes, we've had book groups online, and I started to talk about um, this grant from DEI, and also we had this one from IFYC called Courageous Pluralism that has partnered a very liberal school or campus with a very conservative one. And it was a year and a half project that we were to do things in person, collaborating with the other university, get our students to engage and do things together. And because of the virtual nature, our campus, we are considered one of the liberal schools, obviously. And BYU has been partnered with us as the conservative school. And um, we have had some wonderful conversations and book groups that are starting with faculty. And over the Christmas or winter break, I'm inviting students to participate in this book group and discussion that we'll have a panel discussion in February virtually, but using the guidelines for courageous pluralism that we came up with in February of how do we actually engage with people that feel very differently than us. And so the there's guidelines for creating a culture of courageous pluralism, and there's guidelines for sharing. And these guidelines really are creating a new culture and a new way of being. And when we read these and kind of focus on these things, meditate on these ways of being and doing conversations and problem solving, um, you get away from that toxic polarity that people get into a conversation in a way that they are feeling defensive and feeling um, not accepted, changing to a place and a space where everyone's perspective is important. And some of the guidelines that we talk about is calmly engaging in difference, softening our rhetoric, and first of all, even taking a deep breath which in these came about, uh, this list came about in February of 2020. And when I read this card later after June, and taking a deep breath is such a gift that not everyone is given. And with the social injustices that are becoming so poignantly aware to those that have been not affected by it, with George Floyd's death, to take a breath is really a gift and is something to be valued. So it's not just to be taken for granted as the number one item on our list of creating a culture of courageous pluralism. We talked about further moving out of our own echo chamber, which means don't just listen to the same news channels. Try to listen to something that you may have never listened to before. Listen to someone that is hard to listen to and be respectful as you listen. One of the points is to accept others' points of view as true for them as yours are to you. So rather than trying to prove them wrong or to fight for one point of view, it's rather a lot of listening, a lot of engaging in calm, questioning, clarifying, 
sharing opportunities. So those are some of the things that we're doing. Well, we've had heart talks. We've had becoming stronger, building community Zoom links. The, the heart talks have been about race unity since June. And then we've also had faculty and staff book groups that had over 120 people sign up. So um, we've had a lot of different virtual spaces that we've created, and one of them is Heart Talks on Race Unity. A pastor, Marlon Lynch, who is with Kingdom Huddle, one of the faith communities in Salt Lake, has been collaborating, and we've had groups um, from 20 down to three or four of us. And once a month, we're having these gatherings. We'll have one final one at the end of this semester on December 6th, and we'd love anybody to join us that would like to. Um, and like I said, the book group that we're having on this book is called Out of Many Faiths, Religious Diversity and the American Promise. It's written by Ibu Patel, who's the founder of IFYC, Interfaith Youth Corps, who we usually go to his conferences and training on interfaith leadership that really put our students in connection with folks from all over the world and all different faith traditions. His book is very a uh, fun read and he's talking about how do we get to have connections when we have such great differences of perspectives and views and I think at Westminster College we we really um, pride ourselves on critical thinking, but sometimes critical thinking becomes critical of one another rather than really engaging in listening to critically think about what this person is saying to me that feels very different. And how can I really learn to appreciate something from what they're saying and realize that there might be some changes that I can make in my perspective versus always trying to change the other person. So this, this book discussion was great. We had a session over the summer. We will be doing a Zoom one for students um, over the break and have a panel discussion in February with students, faculty, and staff. And how do we create a more inclusive campus? And that's the name of the second grant that we re received was on innovating more inclusive Utah campuses. And uh, Utah Valley University with Westminster, BYU, and Snow College are all members of this this uh, grant that was received to really create conversations about increasing inclusion and actually having faith and religion as one of the points of diversity. So we, we have really moved quite well online, individual conversations one-on-one, -on -one, which is one part that we always had at the office and group conversations has been a little bit more difficult. And certainly things like the Unity Luncheon, which is something we've held and helped with every year in, for Martin Luther King Day, is gonna change to a vigil this next year, but we're still working with the Martin Luther King Commission and Committee on Westminster Campus. And um, collaboration is a big part of the work of the GPS office. We're still doing lots of that. Yeah, those sound like really excellent events and resources for all the time, but especially right now. Um, to wrap up, I just want to ask about what going forward into 2021 and having a lot of the same social issues and, you know, all the same things continuing into the next year, what the office's outlook is going forward. I can speak for myself as the director that my, from my spiritual standpoint and spiritual view that science and spirituality or science and religion have to go hand in hand. And right now, science is saying wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands, and from a spiritual standpoint, pray, 
meditate, be patient, be considerate, be loving and compassionate to others that are struggling, and pray that these are the kind of ways that we can go forward, both from our physical and mental standpoint into the future. The activities at the GPS office will continue on one-on-one. -on -one. If anyone wants to make you know, a Zoom call meeting, we're more happy to do that. As the weather gets better, hopefully we'll have some more distance outside kind of spaces where we can maybe even have some snacks and lunch together. But it's, um, we really need to be listening to what the science is telling us until the vaccines come, that we want everyone to be safe and, and really practice those spiritual virtues of patience, kindness to one another, seeking justice for all so that everyone can get good health care, and that we can maybe even be reflecting and creating some think tanks. That's one thing that we're hoping to do next semester, is think tanks on one of the issues was increasing educational opportunities for DACA and international students on our campus. This, we came out with February before we got closed off, was really to talk about how do we create this space where diversity on all different levels is more inclusive. And so we have a group of folks that have been meeting with our Coexist Cafes on this idea, but we'll also have another think tank starting on how do we increase spiritual and religious diversity on our campus and accepting that. So I think it's giving us time to really meditate and contemplate where and who we want to be as a society and as a culture. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me and um, sharing all of these great ideas. I think going forward, these resources are going to be so important. And so thank you for all your work and for speaking with us. Thank you.